In this week's parsha, we read that Yaakov Avinu sent Malachim to Esav to try to negotiate the reconciliation. And Rashi explains the agency he employed to deliver this message were Malachim Mamish, not human messengers, but literally heavenly angels. But the question is, why would Yaakov have a miracle performed on his behalf, sending angels, when human messengers could have accomplished the task just as effectively? We know that a miracle is enacted only when absolutely necessary, as Hashem does not suspend the laws of nature only under extreme circumstances. Therefore, if a miracle is done for a person, their merits are diminished. Their schusim bank account gets reduced. So why would Yaakov make an unnecessary withdrawal from that precious bank account? So I'd like to share with you a profound insight from Rav Dessler on how we are to understand the entire concept of nature. And he bases it on a well-known Ramban. The Ramban says, It is incumbent on every person to be aware and to believe that everything that occurs in this world is in fact a miracle. Nothing is truly natural. So why do things appear to be natural? He explains, In order for Hashem to preserve and maintain a person's free will, He establishes a process where all actions are veiled in a cloak of what we commonly refer to as nature. He says, It's axiomatic that our world adheres to the rules of cause and effect. For example, when one plants a seed in the ground and nurtures it, in a few weeks it begins to sprout. The cause is the planting and the watering, and the effect is the natural result, vegetation. It may seem natural, but is it really so? Does it make sense that when a living seed is buried in the ground, it decays, germinates, and eventually produces a living plant? Is this not some form of Trias Amesim? If we were to attempt a similar process with an inanimate object, we would definitely consider it a miracle. However, when it involves a seed, it's deemed natural and we take it for granted. A child growing up in the Midbar and saw water flowing from a rock and bread falling from heaven, they didn't consider it a miracle. Today, when we see the reverse, water falling from heaven and wheat growing from the ground, we call it nature. Is it not because that this is what we're accustomed to seeing? So nature is just a veil, a facade, to cover up miracles. In essence, what is nature? Recurring miracles. So now we understand why Yaakov Avinu chose to employ angels. He understood that nature is essentially a series of miracles. Therefore, it wasn't a great novelty for him to have angels execute his demands or for a human being having the physical and cognitive abilities to fulfill his commands. Yaakov Avinu viewed sending angels or humans as equivalent. Therefore, he didn't perceive it as a miracle when he sent Malachim to carry out his mission. We find this concept with our holy Tanaim. The Gemara Masech Tanis relates a fascinating story. One Friday afternoon, Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa comes home and he sees his daughter is very perplexed. She says, Abba, we don't have enough oil to light the candles for Shabbos. Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa calmly reassures her. Don't worry, Misha Amar Leshem and Viadlik, Yoyim Lechoymetz Viadlik. 
he who commanded for oil to burn should command for vinegar to burn. She went ahead and lit the Shabbos candles with vinegar. And a miracle occurred, and the vinegar stayed lit throughout the Shabbos without extinguishing. And the Mepharshim asked, How was Ruchanina ben Doisa allowed to rely on miracles? And the answer is, In the world of Yaakov Avinu and Ruchanina ben Doisa, for them, it wasn't a greater miracle whether oil burns or vinegar burns, or whether an angel or a person could carry out a mission. What we call nature was to them also miraculous, as they perceived Yad Hashem controlling everything behind the scenes. This is the world-famous question asked by the Beis Yosef. The Gemara recounts that when the Hashemenoim entered the Beis Amikdash, they found only one jar of pure oil sufficient for just one day's of lighting of the menorah. However, a miracle occurred and the oil lasted for eight days. Asked the Beis Yosef, if that's the case, why did the Chachamim establish Hanukkah as an eight-day yontav? After all, there was enough oil in the jar for one day without any miracle. This means that the miracle was only for seven days. So why do we celebrate Hanukkah for eight days? But based on this concept of Rav Dessler, we can now understand why Hanukkah is eight days long. Because the fact that oil burns is also a miracle. So we set aside one day a year to commemorate the fact that whatever we perceive in our lives as nature is in reality a manifestation of the miracles of Hashem. A story is told about the altar of Navardic. One night while learning, it was past midnight and his candle burned out and the house was pitch dark. He went outside looking where he could possibly find a candle so that he could continue to learn. Lo and behold, he sees a man walking down the street carrying two candles. He approaches the man and he asks him, Do you need both candles? And the man generously gives him one candle. He went back home. He lit the candle and learned all night. As dawn approached, he extinguished the candle, preserving what remained in a jar. He inscribed on the jar, Ner shall nes, the miracle candle. And the altar kept it on a shelf for many decades. And he cherished that candle. And every time someone walked into his study, he showed him the miracle that occurred that night. Chazal say, Hashem works in mysterious ways. The altar understood what appears to an outsider as something purely natural, a random man holding candles in the middle of the night. However, the altar realized that this was anything but ordinary. Hashem performed a miracle for him that night. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.